0: Welcome to the Noise Podcast Network, sponsored by Stereo Brain Records. I'm Jack Holloway and you're about to hear my interview with Luna Priestley, someone Cardiff music lovers will know as the resident Metro's DJ and owner of Stereo Brain Records and Power Festival. Follow us on Twitter at Noise Podcast and subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Welcome, Luna, uh, of Stereo Brain Records, Power DJ, Uh, Lunar Tunes, formerly Beers Over Tears. Uh, There's a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot there. Uh, How are you doing? (laughs) What's going on at the moment? Uh, How are you doing?
1: I'm good. I'm really good. Um, Yeah, had a bit of a bit of an exciting day, especially power festival related. Um, And... Also, also got new signings in the work, but we won't
0: we won't go into that too much. No, we won't Um, go into that. That's that's a separate podcast. That's a separate podcast. Ready? (laughs) Get you back on for that to talk. Yeah. So, I mean, you are uh, a person of many, many hats, um, and that always has something going on in the music industry, right? I didn't even I didn't even mention Alcopop.
1: Didn't even mention Alcopop. Yeah, that too.
0: Yeah, as if it is like. I mean, I take. I'd, I'd feel guilty about that, but there's just so many things going on. I mean, there, just... m- you know, most recently as well, you've um, launched Lunar Tunes, which, by the way, is is. Gee, I don't know whether you thought of that before, but that is no, gold. no. So, I, for those that are watching and don't know, I've recently
1: um, come out and changed my name to Luna, um, and I thought of that. Just as Luna was like, this is a really sick name. And then obviously I was like, oh, okay. Well, obviously I need to rebrand my DJ stuff and all this stuff as part of it. And I was like, oh my God, Luna Tunes, that's brilliant. It's brilliant. Um and it was like a happy coincidence. It was not like, I'm gonna choose my name for like a good marketing. <laughs> <laughs> um, Honestly, you just...
0: couldn't have
1: you couldn't have done it that <laughs> bravo <laughs> it, it was just pure luck pure luck like did the deep hole everything and i was like wait a second <laughs> like sure, um, sure. yeah
0: <laughs> anyway i thought it would be good for you and i to just have a kind of informal catch-up we've got uh you know power festival happening it's been a it, you you could call it the road to power you know it's has <laughs> um, so long
1: it's been that long I'm- a
0: journey you know i think i like
1: messaged you in sort of i mean it was during the pandemic um right being like oh hey we, we might be doing power festival 2021 if we can do you want to do a noise stage and then like obviously that got we pushed that back to september and then we just we ended up just not doing it and pushing it back to 2022 so it should be like two years i guess of like two years of our little group chat being
0: like, oh, watch band should we book this one? Oh, look who I've got guys. Like, look, you know, it's just endless. It's been a, yeah. It's been a bit of an emotional roller coaster, hasn't it? I mean, um, you know, how's that been for you? Because I know for us, that's, that's, that's a way of playing with your emotions, isn't it? You know? Yeah. Is it, has it been, I mean, and obviously for yourself, you've, you've done power um, twice before. before twice before. Yeah. So, how has that been, that kind of tease of just two years of relentless? Because I know at times it's been, we found it really tough or we've been going about it. For me, like the last one was in
1: 2019. So it's going to be like three years. And like, I I mean, I'm not going to lie. I have like a real, if you're ever in a position to organise your own festival, do it. But like also be prepared to just like be emotionally destroyed by it every year. Um, No matter how big or how small the festival is, it's just, I mean the amount like just stupid little things you have to think
0: about that like you maybe don't like it's I mean let's talk about that because I I was for for those listening they wouldn't necessarily know what goes into those initial considerations and then just making a festival where do you go from the first I fancy doing a festival well, yeah so i i had that conversation
1: in like 2017 i've been putting on gigs for a bit and i was like oh, i'd love to do a festival um first thing you gotta do is find a venue um and at the time we found goody Hugh, which was amazing um but it was like okay we only have one stage so how are we gonna get a second stage in here booked out the car park put a second stage in there and like just tried to book as many bands as possible. And so I mean, by some miracle we ended up with Dream State on the bill. Such a great which... grab that. That's brilliant. That was is <laughs> just like um within, we didn't even book them originally. We had junior books um who are great obviously cardiff based pop fantastic. Punk band.
0: Yeah, fantastic
1: band but they they had to pull out because mark was wrestling and we were like like this was like a month before the festival we're like oh my god we've got to find someone um and uh zach for uh, the drummer from the um lovely band chroma was like have you got a Dream state and i was like no so f- by some miracle we put dream state inside goody which is an 80 cap cafe for the first one basically <laughs> um but yeah, I, the, the stress is on um, you just don't know what's going to happen like any you like anyone that knows that's put on gigs will know that anything can happen even if you're just doing a three-band bill like someone get caught in traffic someone could get you know this is just on the day someone could be running late someone could not have the right piece of equipment but then you're multiplying that by three and then if, by three again across three different venues you're doing nine bands and three venues and you're like, so much can go wrong. The first Absolutely. year we had someone pull out on the day, uh, I'm probably not helping your nerves it right now, am I? Um,
0: <laughs> it happens, um, doesn't it? it happens. But,
1: but like, you, you do have to just be, you have to be, if you go into it and you think, right, if this goes any other way than the way I'm planned, I can't cope with this. You, can't, you have to go in with like, anything can happen. I have to be 100% flexible, be ready to like change something in like five minutes and then you'll be able to do it. It's like, you know, say someone's running late and the band that's on after them is there. You're like, right, you're going on early. With We have to do this now. Like, and people, just, you just have to get on with it. Not like cross your fingers and be like, are they going to arrive on time? You go, no, right. Take the decision out of their hands. They'll definitely make the latest slot. You know, that that's the sort of thing that can happen. Hopefully it doesn't. But yeah, it can be, and you got you got that for like an entire year or two for this one, like leading up to it in terms of bands, like oh, actually we can't make this now. We've had a tour come up, or um, oh, we might not, we we might be late for we, we some of us are working that day, so can you push this a bit later? Or just things like that,
0: like nitpicky absolutely (laughs) the logistics of like normal life that you don't consider because you you look at it and you'd you'd see that you'd see the poster two years ago and you'd be like well just take all of that and put it on the next one what what, why can't you do that that just seems you know easy peasy and it's yeah (laughs) even stuff like bands
1: fees changing because we had to rearrange stuff yeah we had we booked stuff for the 2021 in 2020 with like agreed fees and stuff. And then by the time you get around booking for 2022, bands have developed, bands have grown, and suddenly they cost twice as much money. So you're like, well, I can't do that anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, it definitely makes it a logistical nightmare. I mean, uh, what, what's it like for you having been through this experience before, though? I mean, I'm assuming you're not in, insane enough to have done this process, done all of the difficulty to get there, and then it not be an amazing feeling the other side. There has to be something amazing there, right, for you to continue to do it. Yeah, it's like...
1: I, I, it's, it's really weird, actually. Um, my, my old business partner who helped run the first two, so this time it's just me. We, we talked about it a lot after the second one being like... Did we did we did we have fun at that? And we were like, I don't know if we did. But then, I, I, it's it's a really weird experience. You you run around and you're exhausted the entire time, and doing just trying to get things to work sometimes, and it doesn't always go well. But then you wake up the next morning and you're like, Wow, I I achieved something there last night. That's a whole year's of planning. Like every every time at the end of the night. Of the first two both times I said to Cow who's my old business partner I was like we're not doing this again we can't we can't do this again and I woke up the next morning and started booking next years <laughs> <laughs> like, it's it the only like I can't describe it it's like you you. it's like uh you know what it's like it's like when you've had a really really good night out and you're absolutely smashed. You wake up the next morning and you're like, oh, that was awful. But then the day after that, you're like, you start planning what you're doing
0: on Saturday, you're like, we could we could do that again. Like yeah, the, the photos start coming through, the memory or do you remember that moment like, that you oh, did that, that stupid was so thing? Good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's an interesting way to to kind of frame it. But I get it, you know, that euphoria to kind of go, Oh, there was some, you know, and I, I can I can imagine for you when you get to that. The last band headliner walks out, sounds okay. And you finally go, oh, that I can just feel like that's, you know, whatever happens now it's done and I can actually enjoy this part of it. This, you know, um, yeah. I'm sure that's an amazing feeling.
1: It, I
0: mean, like,
1: I, I'm on to level with you here. Um, the first year I do, we had false advertising headlining and I just, no memory at all of their set whatsoever. <laughs> I um, drank far too many fireball shots, which was a lesson we learned for the next year, not to do that.
0: It's but a learning you, journey.
1: You throw your first festival, all your friends come, they're like, oh, you've done so well, here, have a have a drink. And before you know it, it's 9pm it's and you're blackout drunk um, and you don't remember the own headliner for your own festival. Um, and I don't remember doing a speech, which I apparently did too. Um, (laughs) i'd love to find that
0: footage if there's any
1: (laughs) i don't like genuinely i don't think there is any footage and i don't think it made any sense whatsoever from people i know that were there it was nonsense uh probably for the best it's lost to the world
0: (laughs) (laughs) i expect to see speeches on every single stage this this year? Well,
1: this year, I don't know. I I'm not that. I don't have the style anymore. I Can't do it. <laughs> um, I certainly won't be drinking as heavily. I'll be I'll
0: be too busy. So uh, absolutely. absolutely, yeah. I mean, um, let's let's talk about let's rewind then to you come off the back of your uh, second power festival, uh, and you're considering what you're going to do, right? And then you get to the point where you're like, I'm going to expand it a little bit. What was that like for you? Was that uh, a, a, did it feel like a natural progression? Did it feel like that was something that you just just kind of felt like the right thing to do? Because by extension of that then, opening yourself up to then carry this thing on that is your your baby and and opening it up to others like the noise guys, like other venues that you can't be in at all those you know places at once. What was that sort of process like for you?
1: Well, I mean, I, when I first moved to Cardiff, I mean, actually it goes back further than that. Um, when I was, when I was a kid, I grew up in Portsmouth um, and they have a, well, they used to have a wonderful all day festival there called South Sea Fest. Um, and I, I, you know, I went to that festival when I was like 16, 17, 18 um, and remember stumbling across you know bands that would soon become my favorite i mean i saw in one day in one like 90 cap room at that festival i saw delta sleep i saw axes i saw talons i saw Anamanaguchi in one day and and at that time that didn't mean anything but you look back four years time you look back at the lineup and you're like that's amazing um and that's I guess what I've always wanted Power Festival to be. I don't know how successful we are at it, but it's something that I, I that I want to be that festival that brings through that that talent and people will sit and go, I was there when they played this. I was there when you know I saw this band here and they became my favorite band of all time. And now look at them. you know that's that's where I want it want the festival to be. Um, and then obviously we did the first one which went great. And Dream State have obviously gone and done so many amazing things. Is amazing as well. Um, and Vukovi the second year. So, like, it does feel like for me a natural progression going to three three uh, venues. So, we did Goody Hue, which was one outside and inside. And then the second year, we did Clubby for Back, upstairs and downstairs, which I guess is two venues if you think about it, but yeah, in one space. Um, I tell you what, I don't, I'm not going to miss those stairs this year. Um, <laughs> they are. Killer. And then, <laughs> and yeah and then it felt natural to go to 3. I mean like it's not as big as I want it to be. I want it to be bigger. Um yeah, there was a plan initially to go bigger than what we're doing this year, but I'm kind of glad it's just 3, we'll work our way up slowly. Um absolutely. But yeah, I love it. It's it, uh, it's, it but, but then giving up I've I've actually really enjoyed the process of getting more people involved. Um that's always, I guess, been the plan. Um, and like when I talk about um, South Sea Festival or like another example is Soon Festival, which I went to a lot when I first came to uni. All those stages are run by you know partners and people helping pick a lineup. And you know, I don't. It would be really arrogant of me to be like, I know exactly what band should be on every lineup, and ignore what maybe other people might think needed to be brought to the stage or see what other people think would be a good fit as well so like working with you guys and heads above the waves have obviously helped with the tiny rebel stage um has been has been really great actually because it's it means that you know i mean you you know you sent me a long list of bands from all the everyone at noise like yourself and all the all the writers and everything and just like i kind of just worked through that and you know ended up with what we ended up with really
0: we're talking about free stages and uh, moving towards kind of, you know, this bigger thing. And I was just saying that actually it's been uh, a really humbling and uh, inclusive process for us at Noise to be able to kind of feed into that. So um, fair play to you for kind of, even though you are quite modest and you do have a good uh, understanding opening yourself up is always going to be a good thing isn't it there's always going to be something in there that you might not have considered or you know it, it just it, it helps to build the bigger picture doesn't it I mean whilst we're yeah. on um, whilst we're on bands and, and booking in general obviously you've talked about like the logistics of it in general but what's important for you when you're booking a band and just for the festival lineup as a whole is there anything that kind of pops out at you to think i want to make sure that there's this on the lineup i want to make sure that you know this band get it because of this thing what 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 are those considerations for you
1: i mean it's so it's so varied for me actually um i i don't know um it's it's so many different things like you know they'll some of the bands i mean uh, we've got Orchards, Headlining the Moon. I've been a massive fan of them for, for ages and I've always wanted them to play uh, the festival. So booking them was huge um, because I they're, they're like an established band in that DIY scene. So I said, so, yeah, I went for that because I love them. And same with like Bears in Trees. Um, but then, you know, other people are like, oh, did you book them because of, you know, how they're doing on TikTok or this? And I said, no, I just heard the album. And I went, this this you know, and they're doing well enough to be in that spot. Um, and I, I don't know, it's, it's, it's really complicated. Like, obviously, some people, uh, some bands, some of the smaller bands will accept submissions. You know, people will email us being like, can we play? Um, but, I mean, top tip for if you're a band and you're like, oh, do I want to play? How do I get gigs? Just email festivals and promoters that suit your music. Um, I think the num- my number one pet peeve is getting an email saying, "Oh, can we play Power Festival?" And it's like, <laughs> you know, just something that wouldn't like, I'm like, look at the lineup. Like, would you fit on this? No, you wouldn't. Like, <laughs> and that, and that, that's the way you got to think about it. If you, if you're a band looking for places, target the places that will want you, um, or not necessarily sort of don't want you. Just you'd fit around. You know, um, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's part of it is, you know, I, I like having a really varied line-up in terms of genre and, and, I mean, like, everything else as well. I like to think we, we do our best to have a very diverse lineup, up um, like, both across, like, gender lines and, like, people of colour. We try and, we obviously want to book more artists and give a platform to those sorts of artists. So, like, and obviously, like, being a trans woman, like, um LGBT stuff like comes massively into it for me as well. So like trying to have that balance across such a tiny festival is hard, but like it's something I really want to do. Um and make it as inclusive and accepting as possible and with such a like a diverse range of voices. Like that's that's what it's all about for me, I guess. But yeah, why a big book certain bands is so dependent, you know, some of them are recommended by you guys. Um some of them like caught my eye when I saw them or like I stumbled across them on the internet and others are like, you know, I've had it offline. Um, the users are a really good example where um, a fun, fun insider fact for people that may not know this, um, why you see a lot of bands on similar lineups um, is festivals will book a band and then the agent will be like, yes, if you would like these, can you book these as well? Um, so the users are one of them, but, i heard them and was like yeah this is perfect this is great we'll book them like um so they'll they'll be great really excited for them um yeah it's just it's a bit of everything i mean some people don't reply to you who you want some people are busy so you can't always get everyone that you want but yeah it's it's a really it's such a mishmash of an experience like booking a festival um because then, like, like the the the, red, the level of formality f- between like the festival and some of the bands varies so much. Like you know, get sent like a three four page contract from some booking agents, and the other ones are like, yeah, cool, we'll see you there, jump in. Yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, especially absolutely. on the smaller
1: end, uh, like yeah, we'll just jump in the van, we'll see you there. What time do we need to be there? Cool. Did we get any beers? Yeah, wicked. Like you know, it's so
0: it's, I love such that. A, it's, it's such a range. Like I definitely get that vibe with the dude trips lot you know they, they they're like yeah 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 cool we'll just pop down from Sc- pop down from scotland yeah okay yeah, they're, yeah they're, cool no worries lads that, i'm i'm 90
1: sure that's what their email said to me yeah we'll pop <laughs> down no worries doesn't surprise <laughs>
0: me at all it doesn't surprise <laughs> me at
1: all a, um i'm really i got. i know you're supposed to be interviewing me but i'm gonna ask you who you're most excited for to see at power
0: i think <sighs> Do you know what i love about it is that a lot of the a lot of the lineup i'm not as aware of and i only since the announcements have started coming out because obviously we talked about it being a collaborative effort between all of the guys in in noise and and i find myself not able to have my finger on the pulse as much as i would like to so noise for me having founded it has now become the thing that shows me new music so since we've kind of started putting our our um, stay, you know, the, the, stage together. And as things have been coming together, I've checked out stay voiceless and I've checked out, um, uh, bears and trees and I love both of them. Um, so, I mean, you know, there's, there's two very obvious picks. There's another one that you told me about earlier that I can't mention right now. <laughs> um, uh, secret set. Everyone come down for that. Uh, you heard it here first. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, this is not, at the time of recording this podcast, this has not been announced. I have not done the
0: graphics. Um, it's okay. You'll have this out by sort of right at the right at the end of the month, maybe a week or so before. Excellent. So, for go. those who don't
1: know, Memory of Elephant have had to pull out of Power Festival, and we are replacing them with a very exciting secret set on the Noise Stage, which oh. Oh, it's gonna be. It's gonna be so good. Uh, I've not. It's been like two years since they've played a live show. Um, it's gonna be small in fuel. it's gonna be super intimate you're
0: giving, I, away. I you're giving it away. Stop. I'm not
1: I'm not I'm just too excited. <laughs> I'm too excited. I'm gonna have like I'm, I'm, I'm definitely gonna like make sure people are in control of the other stages while they're on because I will be there
0: like on the on the front <laughs> and center watching them. I know we've had those sorts of discussions as well. You know, it's where we're stoked about some of the other stages and, and, and guys particularly like Dan uh, Hillier uh, is and, and Will Marshall are, are, are such a big part of making noise noise. And, and they've, they, you know, like I said, it, they're, they're the ones that they're, they really know they're kind of underground up and coming bands that just find these artists and bands out of nowhere. And they just end up being absolutely amazing. Um, and, and those are the questions that we've been like batting about between us, like, oh, can, can we can we actually, you know, go elsewhere or are we stuck on? Our, and I'm like, no, 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 we'll, we'll figure it out. You go and, you know, enjoy this as much as it is that you've kind of the, the, the effort that you'll be putting in on the day. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's that that's the difficulty, isn't it? You want to run around and just see everything and be part of everything.
1: Um, I, I, I genuinely and I mean this with like absolute sincerity. And I know a lot of people don't believe me when I say this. I want to see every single band on the lineup. I love every <laughs> no, every single that. every single artist on that lineup. I would go see, like, if they played any gig ever. Like, I think they're all fantastic. In fact, yeah. I'm seeing Dream Nails this weekend. I'm very excited for it. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, like, you, I think like as someone organizing it, you have to have that excitement too. Because if if I'm like, oh yeah, we would just put to whatever, you know, like. I, how can I expect other people to get excited for it? I'm so excited for it. I and I'm gonna be like so sad that I'm gonna be working the whole day, but I'm gonna catch at least one song of at least of every single band and oh, that's enjoy it. You
0: you need to have like a you know a running documentary or of some form or someone following you around with a camera to just watch you running around. <laughs> like I, I was
1: at, I was genuinely debating getting a GoPro. And just oh, strapping it please. on my head for the day, and just like <laughs> seeing what happens.
0: <laughs> because... Absolutely, do that. <laughs> and then just put, put the I'll Benny get... Hill theme on, and that can be your promo for next year.
1: Yeah, yeah. I ever wanted to know what it's like to run a festival. Here's, I think oh, last last time we did it, been quite entertaining, but it would have just been me running up and downstairs all day. Yeah, I can't do that again.
0: Get your steps in, at least. I mean yeah, you know I, I will um,
1: get my steps in.
0: yeah <laughs> yeah I mean we um, a, a, again you've been you know you've been very modest and, and having had that kind of i've I've towed the line between having you know obviously we, we've had a toe in the water so to speak in, in kind of being involved with this but you know such a big sell for us so you know in in that way was your passion you know and and and, and having that kind of you know it's 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 infectious. To, to have that because that's the way we hold ourselves in in noise. We've always said if we're not excited about music anymore, then why the hell are we doing this? You know? Um, it, we, we, do, we don't get paid to do it. So we're just what what's the common thread? And 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 that was such a big, you know, thing for us. And you know, I remember even in our kind of initial conversations all that time ago, you know, we were talking about um, you know, some of your first considerations was like, I want representation. You know, I want. You know, it's it. They need to be those thoughts and those themes need to at least be in the mix of of my conscious thinking when I'm booking. And yes, so many things will change and the logistics and everything. But you know, you're making such a conscious effort for that, and I think you're quite uh, a forward thinking person in terms of that. You know, it definitely feels like a a festival for people rather than a, a you know a, a festival that's that's trying to you know. you you give a lot uh, is what I'm trying to say. And I I think
1: like that's, that's, I mean, I really appreciate you saying that. And obviously I try super hard, but then there's still part of me that looks at the lineup and says, Oh, we could do better than this. And that, that's, that's, I think as soon as that, I stop having that desire would be when I stop. But I, I I still think, you know, there's room to grow and there's, there's certainly places, you know, we, there are ways we could have a more diverse lineup. We could give better representation. And that's like, you know, I don't, I don't, I never want to sort of sit and be like, this is, you know, this is great. I don't want to change it. I think the fact that I still feel like that is what keeps me going and makes me want to do 2023 and 2024 and, and yeah. being like, we can get, we can do even better. We can, we can build this up into something even
0: better. I think the fact that you're, you're, you're absolutely right. I think the fact that you're trying and you're looking at that and even that it's just like within the discussions, you know, people won't necessarily be privy to those discussions when you're thinking about it, but it really is a big part of that process. And it, there's so much in that, you know? Um, And I I mean, one of the things that I noticed, talk to me a little bit about, you know, you had that um, you've done, you've, you've been very considerate, I think, with the, with the process and you released tickets for low income, Fans, if I'm right. At yeah, point?
1: so um, uh, a lot of you may be familiar with the band called Lost Camp, have seen us, been yeah. around a long time, excellent band. Um, and they actually, well, I, yeah, I'm not going to take credit for the idea because it wasn't mine. Um, they, they've been uh, doing this for a while and looking at, you know, si- especially since the pandemic, you know, offering low income tickets to fans that. Because, I, you know, especially with how things are now with, like, gas prices rising um, and all the horrible stuff that the Tories get, I'm not going to get too political. I'm not going to get too political. Um, You're in a just, safe space. Yeah, you know, there's, there's lots of horrible things going on in the world right now, and no, not many people have a lot of money. Um, and as someone that loves music and will always love music and has had to not go to gigs or not go to festivals because of you know having a hard time at work or being on low income or you know and missing out on that you know I've always thought what what can I do and seeing Los Campesinos do this and is you have to trust people you have to be like okay are people just going to buy this low income tickets even if they're not low income but you know fortunately the scene I work in and the people that care about it are, are the people that do care about it and I think saying to people right look here's a full price ticket we'd love you to buy a full price ticket but if you're having a tough time here's a not full price ticket and you can still come you can still see the land you love i think it's really important and like lost campus you know has been calling out for more artists more promoters more festivals to do that so i think a lot of that was inspired by them and you know wanting to answer that call and provide that for people that may you know I, i kind of like i don't you know, say, say Orchards are Swan's favorite band of all time, and they can't afford to come see them in their small venue. That would suck. I, you know, I, I want those people there, and I want to be able to offer what I can to help them. Um, and and likewise, even if you can't even afford that, you know, this is an open call to anyone. Drop me an email, I'll see what I can do. Like, <laughs> you know, you you're can... so kind. <laughs> so but kind. because, uh, I mean, I, I genuinely, well, the first year we did it, someone I know, like not even um I literally like knew f- through Twitter because obviously we announced Dream State for Power Festival and she was obsessed with dream state and she kept tweeting about how upset she was she couldn't go because she had work or so she couldn't go for the whole day and just wanted to pop into dream state. I just messaged her being like look, do you if you just want to come in and see dream state, just come in and see dream state. Like just you know. Because, I mean, obviously, I can't give away tickets for free to everyone. But, you know, like, for people that need it or people that, you know, are having a tough time, like, I'd rather they came and enjoyed the festival and got stuck at home. Because, you know, I'm going to have a better time. The band's going to have a better time if there's loads of people there. You know, it's a fiver
0: out my pocket at the end of the day, like... Lost, but, I mean yeah. you know it's it's an important <laughs> it's an important point to make because for you you know you're not in necessarily in a, in, a, in a different boat to anyone else and 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 every little bit helps and and you know yeah. you know you, you do it on a shoestring anyway um, a- absolutely but like
1: you know you feel like it's one of those things where I'm a firm believer of like you know at the end of the day if you're kind to people and you say say someone can't afford a ticket and they pay by a low income ticket and they go, wow, this festival was great. I had a great time. Maybe next year they're in a better position and they buy two full price tickets for them and then mate, you know, I'd rather that happened than they didn't come to the first one.
0: You know, it's great foresight. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, as like, at the end of the day, as long as you're able to con- continue to do it and you've kind of, you know, behind the scenes, done all of those things that you need to do to be able to put an offer out like that, it, it, it's an it's an absolutely amazing thing to do. And I think if, it, you know, if it's one thing, a band being able to do it, that have a very firm, you know, fan base and and, and things, but you're doing it at a very grassroots level and showing that you can, and it should be a sign to, to bands, to festivals, to shows out there that it's absolutely possible, right?
1: Yeah, I I mean like, you know, it's not not everyone is exa- in exactly the same boat and I get for obviously some shows and some festivals it might not be possible. But you know, if you can you should. That's my always my sort of thing with those sorts like, you know, like who, like like i will like, be honest, this is I mean it's te- it's terrible business strategy. Uh, uh, yeah. It, <laughs> uh, it is. It is because I'd I'd rather have 200 people there having a great time, even if they bought all low-income tickets and I lost like 200 quid, 300 quid on the festival. I'd still count that as a success because I had 200 people there who've had a great time and they're going to want to come back. They're going to follow these bands. They're going to want to see those bands again. And,
0: you know, in the end of the day, it'll pay off I hope <laughs> well it's very it's big but, it's bigger picture thinking isn't it it's not just being yeah. narrow-minded enough to get through the next one to make it to the next one you're forward thinking to look at okay well you know what would I like to and you're not compromising on that you know you're 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 putting your whole self into that and that's and that shows yeah People buy just, into
1: that. I hope so but um I just yeah I I think Doing those things are important. And I mean, it's something I've always tried to do for like my gigs and stuff is keep the ticket priced as low as possible. It's it's very often when we put on a show in Cardiff that like they'll have all the prices up on the tour poster and ours will be the lowest. Um, and like, that's what I want. I want people to be able to afford to see and enjoy music because I mean, for me, music is such an important part of my life. I absolutely love it. You know, I grew up, um, fortunately enough, like, in a place where, like, spending a lot of time in a music venue, um, seeing a lot of bands, really loving music, and it's brought so much to my life that I wouldn't want anyone else to miss out on that opportunity, you know? Like, music's given me my entire career, you know, like, obviously, Power Festival, DJing as well, like, it's such a big part of my life. I wouldn't want to rob anyone of that experience getting into music as a whole because they're five pounds short for a festival ticket, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you're seeing pockets of it, aren't you? I saw you DJed recently with um, Alex Holcomb and, and I'm sure that that was a a, a brilliant opportunity of two people that I would consider to be very like-minded coming together. And uh, it, you know, in terms of that, that sort of ideology that we've been talking about,
1: yeah, I, 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 I mean, all three—the um the presenters of um, On Wednesdays. We go. Sorry to be shouting out another podcast on your podcast, but no, not they're at all. all. they are all, we... they're all fantastic. Um, yeah, yeah, know
0: we're a massive fan. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I, I met I met Yasmin very drunk in a Cardiff nightclub once, which was <laughs> quite funny. um
0: because
1: I mean I, I didn't realise how short she was and I'm obviously freakishly tall so it was quite <laughs> it was quite amusing I'd and love then, to see um, that
0: uh, why, uh, if there's a photo of that I need to find that uh,
1: there, there might be I'll have a dig I'll have a dig have a dig um, and we did we did some Jager bombs it was it was excellent and then
0: perfect yeah like obviously
1: that. Alex Alex coming down to DJ was awesome um, it might be happening again soon but I, I can't say too much about that either so yeah uh, <laughs>
0: it's fine it's fine Um, we didn't say
1: anything i'm really terrible for it um yeah it might be it might be announced by the time the podcast comes out it might not so uh we'll we'll keep it we'll keep it under under wraps um but yeah like like you said it's there's there's this real rise of people like-minded people in the scene like supporting those up-and-coming artists and having also with on Wednesdays we go back. They have a lot of difficult conversations that need to be had in the scene, and like, you know, if you're if you're working somewhere or working at a festival or doing those things, and those difficult conversations aren't being had, like, you know, encourage like they need to be had. Like, you know, looking at this, I had a, I'm, I'm yeah, you know, I had a very interesting conversation with Kiddus, who's a Cardiff artist, um, who. I mean, quite rightly felt that we didn't have enough diversity on the Power Festival lineup. Um, I actually had a very nice email exchange um, with him where he explained what he thought and why he thought that. Um, And trying to, like, you know, see what we can do to improve from what he he thought was wrong with it. And, like, it was tough because I, I was very upset that someone was coming, you know, I try my very hardest to have a diverse lineup and approach these things correctly and put a lot of effort into it and then for someone to criticize you is really hard but then having that conversation with him and once he explained you know this is what I think this is why I think you've not done enough I was like well okay I'm going to try and work I can go away and work on that now there's something I can build on and like those difficult conversations do suck but like uh, there are festivals out there that definitely don't have them um I'm not going to name names but it's a lot of the big ones that just you know like don't even don't even try you know um and and they they're the ones with the money and the power and you know if they approach the dice they're not going to say no we have a tour that we they're going to go yeah we're going to play your festival you know you know those things hold like small festivals back you know we our, the original lineup that I wanted to book is about 25% of that matches with the actual lineup because of various things like tours or band split up or this, that or the other. But if you're download festival or Reading festival or whoever, they're not going to say no. So no, I that's,
0: that's the event of the year, isn't it? You know, that's it's yeah. very, yeah, absolutely.
1: And I, I, I think that, you know, I think my attitude towards, towards it is if, people like me at the grassroots and other people at grassroots have the attitude and we do everything that we can. It will put pressure on those big, big leaguers to do it. Yeah. It, yeah.
0: It, yeah. Yeah. And, it, and it'll it, make it, it harder for the them to not. Yeah. Yeah. I absolutely um, agree. I absolutely agree.
1: I mean, there's obviously plenty of other amazing like promoters and bands doing that and having those conversations and like, it's a real, it's nice to see, like, the like people like Alex coming through and the when we were black and people like noise as well, like coming through different voices, saying, lining up and saying similar things and trying to make change in an industry that has genuinely been stuck in the past for a very long time. Um Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. I'm
1: mean, getting way off topic of power festival here. You're not like going into the music industry. <laughs> well, I
0: mean, you know, from, from what I'm hearing and, and I know this from, from, you know, personally working with you anyway, is that you're open-minded, you know, you're not, you know, for, for, for someone that's able to open themselves and their festival up to others to take considerations, to take feedback like that is, is really hard you know, for for anyone, but to go at it open minded, and, and 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 credit to that that person that's come forward. As long as those conversations are being had in a in a productive, in a constructive way, and not being done as a kind of like you get on Twitter with your you know your keyboard warriors that are just gonna do it for sake of. There's a difference in having those conversations and having some some worth, and 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 then uh, you know genuine conversations, which I feel like at least. There's some there's some of us, uh, you know, in pockets, and and a, and, a, and a scene is almost building there, where led by the likes of of Wednesdays and and yourself in all of the things that you do, and and I hope to think we try our best at it as well. And likewise, there's things that we can kind of improve and do, but it's it's all about starting somewhere, isn't it? You're not going to change it overnight, but you if you're making moves too, I see that as something at least.
1: Yeah, I think. You know, it's 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 a certainly I've noticed in the last few years, especially since the pandemic, the grassroots scene has become a much more we grow together kind of attitude than a uh, one of us is going to make it to the big time and we're going to take everyone down that gets in our way. This is a you know, I I'm, you know there's a lot of people working in a very similar direction, wanting the same sorts of music to come through, wanting you know, and not even like, you know, we want more specific genres. We want support for underground artists, we want support for underground labels, we want support for underground music venues. And that that wave has really come through because I think a lot of people missed it, especially in the pandemic, that, you know, small labels, small venues, you know, small teams couldn't function. And people lost a lot of the passion uh, well, didn't have as much passion around it, the music industry during lockdown because everyone was not able to do anything. Um, and it's nice to be out of that and all now pushing in a very similar direction, trying to, like, you know, improve each other and, you know, stuff like collaborating with Alex, like having having her come over and DJ is supporting her, but then also she's supporting a small venue, that a small nightclub that specialises in alternative music by coming down and playing for us. So... I'd much rather do those sorts of things and you know grow together than grow apart you know
0: well it's building a culture and I you know the way I see it if there's a if you know like I've said a few times during this discussion it it, you know you've got to start somewhere and if there's certain people kind of Poking their head out and saying, "This is the sort of culture I'd want to be in, and I want to create, and I want to be part of." And you know, this is the community and how it looks, and and then you get linked together with other communities like you're doing. It, it becomes a bigger thing, doesn't it? But that's, uh, well, I mean, that's, I that's we could talk hope, about that. We well, need to do a whole episode just on that, right? Yeah, that, right. That, Let's that, go, go back to, to the festival. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't want to take up too much more time, but I mean, I have to ask who are you excited to see? Specifically, are you are excited to see everyone? I get that. But who, who, are there any, is there any bands in there that you're like, yes, that, that, I would, I know we've already mentioned. I mean, torture, quite,
1: so. quite obviously, the secret set, um, I've not seen that band in so long. And oh, then so, mystery so secret excited. set, yeah, The mystery absolutely. secret set is up, is up there. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing Squiggles, who yeah. is Niall, Nile, who is the lead, who was the lead singer of Spook School, um, who are an awesome band. Um, I mean, I, I call them Scottish modern baseball to people, but I mean, they're they're bad. They're not just that. They're you know, they've got other bits going for them. But what a description, though. Yeah, right. I'm like. If it's someone I know that likes modern baseball, I'm like, you'll like this band. They're basically Scottish modern baseball. But th- yeah, that's reducing them right down to you know, it's unfair for me to reduce them down like that. But they're great. They're excellent. And Squiggles is excellent. Um I'm I mean, I am really, really excited to see Bears and Trees. Um, I have a very this is very unknown to a fair amount of people, but way back at the start of the pandemic, um, I mean, I had conversations with signing bears and trees to to Stereo Brain, which is ridiculous now. You think about yeah, that. that would have been um, so sick, <laughs> but like considering the pandemic and everything that's happened, like obviously things didn't work out. Um, but I, I obviously love that band. They're phenomenal. Um, they're really lovely people as well. Um, and yeah, I mean, like we we literally first part of lockdown we were exchanging emails about coming to play a show in Cardiff so this is like 2020 um and we we're talking about paying them like you know 100 quid to come down and play uh, and let me tell you that costs a lot more than that now <laughs> um but as soon yeah as soon as the pandemic was up I was like right guys like we're doing power festival next year please 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 come and play um because they're wonderful they're signed to counterintuitive records in the us and um yeah they're, they're just great if you've not heard i don't know if you've dug into the new their latest album
0: but yeah that's album, the one i've dived in on i absolutely love it it's it's phenomenal
1: um and also, also orchards i mean i've seen them like loads and loads and loads of times but like never you're bored they're, they're fantastic um yeah. so i am just unless you stop me i'm gonna go through the whole lineup now and get, say something specific no, about one. <laughs>
0: well
1: <laughs> look I'm i mean
0: just, i can't yeah, choose i can't yeah.
1: choose um, i know
0: i know it's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic and i mean you know that's that's why i wanted us to be able to have this chat and put it somewhere because hopefully if you're someone that's watching that is a fan has knowledge of power doesn't have knowledge of power you know w- w- whatever you'll pick up that it's a place that you kind of want to go and want to be at um my i, I want to say one more band actually um, one sorry sorry
1: just one more just one more no uh, no no my um obviously we have some of the smaller bands playing at the early parts of the, each day um and my uh, this is my insider tip for the next big thing so uh from me uh, which is a wonderful band called Steppy. Um, who are second on at the moon. Um, they're very now, they're very in with the crowd at the moment. Um, all the post-punky idol stuff. If you love that stuff, go and see Steppy. They are phenomenal. Um, I may or may not have heard some of their new music, which isn't out yet, um, for various reasons. Um, <laughs> so, like just, Just go watch them. They're going to be awesome. Um, I'm so so excited to see them because I've seen them before, but since then they've kind of rebranded and changed their style a bit and become a lot more post-punky and heavy and a bit wacky. Um, they'll definitely if you, you come into the festival at like four o'clock in the afternoon and you're like, Oh, I don't know if I'm up for it, they'll get you up for it. They will get you up for it. They're gonna be so I love good. That. I um love that. so yeah, they're my they're my hot tip. And that's not to that's not to, you know. I, I definitely would recommend seeing all the other small bands early on in the stage, like Husband Material, Treehouse, Nigel, oh, Tree And Nigel. Um,
0: Stevie's a massive Nigel fan. Yeah. It's,
1: yeah. I'm 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 a massive Nigel. I mean, oh I, you know what? I'm gonna tell this story and then you can you can get rid of me,
0: right? This is a wonderful <laughs> I story. I would never, I would never want
1: to do that, but you tell your it's, story. It's a it? wonderful story about Nigel. Um so we we put them a... Quite a while ago, um, first year we did Power, we had a band called Cassell's Play, who were on Big Show Monsters. We did their tour after that in September, and we booked Nigel to support them. This is a good Hughes, so proper small, intimate, um, absolutely silly gig. Um, so they arrived for loading, Cassell's set up, did a sound check. The, the other support band did a sound check. Nigel turn up, start putting all their stuff on stage, and one of the things that they brought with them was a watermelon. Um, <laughs> so, like, my first instinct, instinct is, like, this is a punk band. They, they are going to smash this watermelon. So I was like, right, okay. I so see you brought a watermelon. Could we all be very sensible with the watermelon. Please do not smash it over the venue. Please do not do that at all. And they're like, yeah, no, absolutely fine. Delightful. Lovely about it. Yeah. Um, the sound guy gets the watermelon and mics up the watermelon, you know, just for a nice little stage prop. It's good fun. Um, and then the bar manager of Goodyear decides to go over to the band and tell them that if they smash that watermelon, they have to clean it up. Um, which, if you're talking to a punk band about smashing watermelon, that means that they can do it. That That's like, we've been told we can't by, by the promoter, who doesn't run the venue just to be safe? The venue have now told us that we can if we clean it up. Um, so, about th- halfway through their set, they get the watermelon and they smash it on top of their mates' heads <laughs> like oh, in the got middle a of hitting you. Like, like full. I just, I just had some. I was outside having a cigarette. Someone ran in, like they smashed the watermelon. I was like, oh my! They've God, done it. Here we go. <laughs> They've done it. Um, watermelon everywhere. Fair play to them. Cleaned it up. No fuss. Just went behind the bar and went, give us the mopping brush. Sorted it. And the entire gig just smelt of watermelons after that. So it was, it was a really lovely time. <laughs> Um, That's a brilliant. Yeah, they're they're obviously opening the noise stage, so uh, let's hope for some watermelon.
0: Less. I mean, from what I know, from what I know from the guys at Fuel, having having worked there myself, from what I know from the guys in Noise, you can absolutely smash up a watermelon if you're going to clear up after yourself. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. Confident to speak for everyone when I say that. So. uh, Well, I'm going to hope they listen to this podcast. Bring two um, watermelons, or mix it up. Bring something else. I mean, you know, you've done you've done that now. You know, let's let see what else yeah. you've got up your sleeves. Although I, I don't it. think I should publicly challenge them like that either. By the sounds of it, so <laughs> they're not they're not going to shy away. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's what to
1: expect early on in the noise stage, I guess.
0: Yeah, I carnage, mean, just complete carnage.
1: Complete. I mean, the entire day is going to be complete carnage. Yeah. Um, yeah. Up until bears and trees who are more chaotic than carnage, I think.
0: Yeah, bring it back down to that sort of controlled chaos yeah. level. I like that controlled chaos. Um, use that. Yeah, <laughs> controlled chaos. Um,
1: yeah, I'm. I just, I'm just so excited for everyone.
0: I just can't. It's exciting. It's where um, we're at the time of recording. We're less than a month away. By the time that you're currently hearing this, whoever you are, and thank you for listening. Uh, you. We'll be hearing it sort of a week or so before. And I feel like if we'd have recorded this and put it out straight away a week or so before, this would have just been complete garble because we'd have both just <laughs> been kind of like exchanging just noises and saying,
1: yeah, Ooh, all we yeah, did, oh, this.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, so I, I've, I've, I've yeah. Yeah.
1: I've been pretty garbage filled. I'm not going to lie. I've, <laughs> I've not
0: made a huge amount of sense. I don't think, but hopefully so it comes through. It, it, it is this, this was a, a, like I said, an informal catch up and, and long overdue for us and an exciting one. And, you know, I'm, I'm as excited as you are. The guys in noise are as excited as we are. There's lots of people that have put lots of time and thought and, and want and hope into this. And, and if you're coming along, it's, it's going to be really special um, I, 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 it's I going to be a lot of beers there. flying, I think. Absolutely. Uh, and, in terms and, of, go on. And of course, the metro's after party. I didn't even. I mean, yes. What a fantastic addition. What, we That's haven't even mentioned the after
1: party. Yeah. Mention the after party. So, Do
0: it right now. So um, yeah, there'll be an after party. Um,
1: so like the festival finishes. I think the latest stage runs till about half ten. Um, metro's opens at ten. We've got. I mean, I'm I'm obviously DJing, so like, just come down for that because obviously I'm the best. But, um, also, we'll have uh, Joe and Meg, who are also Metro's regular DJs, um, and there may or may not be another secret set there. Wow! But as as of time of recording, I have not booked it, but it is in conversation.
0: Well, there you go. If you're um, hearing that the week before, so we we'll just be
1: <laughs> tempered in your response. We we may we may have uh well we may have one or two guest DJs actually some of wow. the bands some of the bands might be coming down to spin some tunes plus potentially someone we may have mentioned earlier in the podcast but we'll see
0: i'm connecting um, dots now that's what i'm not. doing that's what i'm doing but that that isn't it it's an exciting premise either way so uh i'll I'll will t- I'll take that it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be wicked for, for those that haven't because it would be remiss for me to say or not say for those that haven't bought tickets yet, where can they get them? Um
1: either from our Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, which is at Pua Festival. We know we've been saying power all the way through this podcast. It's a terrible habit. Um the name for the so the name for the festival was originally Power Festival, but because we're based in Welsh, Wales, we decided to use the Welsh spelling of Power, which is Pua. Um, and I just am terrible and never and use the correct pronunciation
0: but well, yeah, well you, if you can want, make that the thing for 2023 you know there will we'll, 2023 we're going to stick to pua festival it's going to be fine um, it'll be fine.
1: at Pura festival p-w-e-r festival on facebook twitter instagram and there'll be a link uh, which you can just grab tickets. Um, I believe your regular tickets are 16 pounds, student admission is 14 pounds. And if you are from a low-income background and want to get still go to the festival and need something a bit cheaper, you can get a tech
0: ticket for the whole day for a tenner. So, which is honestly, given the lineup, and I'm I'm you might look at me and think I'm slightly biased, but that is an, an, an absolutely ridiculous price to be able to I, go and see. I think I've been trying to work
1: out. How many bands you could physically see out of the entire lineup, and I think, I think you could see all of them. At least you could see at least fifteen minutes of every single band on the lineup. Mega. Um, which is I don't even know how many, like eighteen bands. So there's less than a pound a band, which, quite frankly, <laughs> I mean, uh, what, what, what uh, that's just the normal say? ticket. Yeah, crazy, crazy. Tickets for less than a pound of bands. Yeah.
0: It's so, it's amazing. Uh... It's gonna be it's gonna be a fantastic time. And we're gonna do this again. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna wait till it's over and then in you know the midst of all our happiness and excitement post festival, let's do this again. Let's talk about you know next time, let's talk about what you want to see then. But that that feels uh, like something that we can do once once this is over. But in the meantime, you need to go to PowerFest uh or poor fest doesn't just doesn't feel right at the moment but we'll get there if you're not going get there because it's going to be absolutely fantastic it's absolutely stacked and we will catch up very soon but this has been an absolute pleasure luna and long Uh, overdue may i add
1: yeah it's been uh, have we talked in real life before
0: maybe once I mean, I feel like this is a crazy time to try and think about it. Yeah, I feel once and and then you know, we did this sort of setup when we were kind of discussing our involvement, but it's it's been sporadic since it's just been group chat since, hasn't it? Group chat. I Madness. I love a I love a good
1: group chat. I, I do, I'm a, keen, chat. I'm
0: a keen, I'm the noisies will tell you I'm a keen group chatter, but um yeah. Yeah, I do love a group chat for our hurdle. Well look, we'll do this again soon, but it's been uh, it's been an absolute pleasure excellent cheers mate don't don't let the excitement get to you too much before in the next month keep it cool and uh yeah let's hope we see as many people as possible on the seventh
1: yeah wicked i'm very excited i will see you there
0: amazing thanks luna